0: Welcome to Bird for Joy, a show about discovering all the different ways that bird watching can bring joy into our lives. I'm Candyland Fight, your gracious host and fledgling birder. Here at Bird for Joy, we focus on listening and watching the birds around us, being curious and learning what the birds have to teach us about joy, life, and ourselves. So grab your favorite beverage, settle on your perch, and let's get into today's episode. Hello, my birdieful friends. I hope you were able to do some birding in the past week. The weather last week felt like spring. Even the bees were buzzing but I know better than to get too excited in February. I'm sure that we haven't seen the end of winter yet. I went on three bird walks since our last episode. Two were with my chihuahua, Cuff, so they were short and sweet. Our outings are more about exercising him and less about me birding. It seems the moment I pause and ready my binoculars, he knows I've spotted something. And I think he believes it must be something scary because all he does is growl and bark. But I still managed to observe the birds who aren't bothered by a yappy pup. The northern cardinals, the white-throated sparrows, Carolina chickadees, American crows, and one very vocal red-shouldered hawk. My third bird outing this past Friday, I opted to leave my pup at home even though it was 8.30 a.m., I set a clear intention. I wanted to see an owl. Now, setting intentions while birding isn't something that I normally do because I don't like to be disappointed when my goals aren't achieved. But I thought, what the heck? Why not? So I set out into the woods near my home. After about 20 to 30 steps, I'd stop scanning the trees around me, paying particular attention to any hollows or tree cavities. Fifteen minutes into my walk, I heard the distinctive call of a barred owl nearby. It sent shivers of excitement up my spine. I followed quietly in the direction of the call. Now, from previous experiences with barred owls, I know that they've already spotted me before I spot them and at least the ones that I have encountered. They're usually perched on a lower limb or one midway up the tree. I reached the area I think the call came from and stilled, turning slowly, searching the branches until I saw two dark eyes staring at me. I was close, a little closer than I had intended, about 25 or 30 feet from the owl. Mesmerized, I froze. I didn't want to spook it and send it fleeing from its roosting spot. With movements that a sloth would appreciate, I managed to get my binoculars on the beautiful creature. We studied one another for a few minutes, and then I began backing up, one step at a time, until I was far enough away not to startle the bird before I turned and headed home. If you've ever been in the presence of an owl, you probably know how I felt. If you haven't, let me try to explain. It's like being in the presence of something magical and mystical. It feels like I've been gifted something extraordinary. Owls are powerful creatures and they exude mystery and wisdom. I can't help but feel immense gratitude, respect, and all when I see one. Maybe I need to rethink my birding strategies and set intentions more often. Now, to follow up last week's episode about how birding can boost the mood and the ever cheerful species, the pine siskin, I wanted to share about another bird species that can bring a smile to your face the cedar waxwing. Oh my, they are gorgeous birds. They're medium sized birds with plump bellies, sleek, smooth plumage, and a crested head. I love their black masked faces. They're highly social birds that flock together, dining on fruit and berries. Although cedar waxwings are considered songbirds, I'm not sure that I would consider their sounds very song like. A large flock of cedar waxwings. Descended upon my backyard last week. I heard them before I spotted them with their high pitched, whistling sounds, which sounded like hundreds of shrill crickets. It's why the collective noun for them is an earful or a museum. The flock landed in one of our oak trees, nearly covering the entire canopy, diving in and out of the branches in a wild frenzy. Now, of course, because it's a deciduous oak tree, The only leaves on the tree are the mistletoe clumps. They were devouring the white berries of the mistletoe. I watched them for nearly 30 minutes and was able to witness a characteristic that they're known for, berry passing. Several of the birds were passing berries to one another from beak to beak. I'm not sure if they were mated pairs or possibly siblings. Of course, it's too early for any type of mating ritual between pairs, so, it could have just been a friendly gesture or helping one another break down the berries, seeing as how they swallow the berries whole. Either way, the behavior was very adorable to watch. See what I did there? Very adorable. The cedar waxwings also don't appear to have any personal space issues like some other species of birds do, and instead, Portray the sweet personality trait of the morning dove as they sit close huddled together. As soon as they stripped the mistletoe berries from the clumps on the tree, the flock took flight, heading for its next berry destination. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Join me next week when I share with you a unique and unconventional way of birding. Until then. I wish you a joyous and birdiful week. If you are enjoying the show, I would love it if you would follow or subscribe, rate, review, and then let others know about the podcast so we can continue to build a community of like-minded birders. A big shout out to composer Jonathan Boyle for his cheerful show music called Plucking Happy. The spoken lyrics were written and read by me, and the full version with lyrics will follow this episode. Until next time, stay chirpy, my friends, and get outside, feel the sun upon your face, and the wind in your hair, and bird for joy's sake. Bird, for joy's sake, when you're needing more, a new beginning feeling lost, alone, or blue, go into nature, stroll to the melodious tunes of birdsong. Let it refresh your soul, fill your heart, lift your spirits. Yes, bird, for joy's sake, witness the winged wonders flitting, fluttering, playing hide-and-tweet. Is there anything else so sweet? I think not. Well, save for the chitter-chatter of my own nestlings as they filled my early days. But sigh, no more, for they have long left the nest, and I now strive to find myself once again discovering new things that I do best bird for joy's sake for our feathered friends have much joy to share and it doesn't cost a dime only time and I don't know about you but I am willing to give to have a chance to live out my days filled with curiosity hope and wonder learning patience the art of slowing down and being fully present living in the moment, something I have long strived to achieve. Bird, for joy's sake, and keep looking up. Let their constant cheer infect you, their tenacity provide you with lessons of never giving up and looking on the brighter side of life. Prepare for entertainment with their quirky, chirpy silliness. Oh my, so much cuteness, happiness, and whimsy. You can't help but smile. And suddenly, you'll discover, worries cease, frustrations fade, chaos calms and troubles melt away like snow in the spring. You will find yourself looking up and forward into the horizon, surrounded by song, hope and happiness perched in your heart, feeling renewed and fulfilled. Go out into nature. Take a stroll, let the avifauna rejuvenate your soul and bird for joy's sake.